Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Braxton from New Orleans asks, I'm a longtime listener to your show and I find great value in the breadth of your content. I really enjoy the show format and this is the one podcast I commit to on a daily basis. Thank you for all you do for the real estate community. I know it must take an immense amount of effort to produce this on a consistent basis. My question today is on the topic you often hear these days in the great debate between inflation and deflation. It feels like we're departing from the status quo of the past 10 to 20 years. I've taken cash out of some of my small rental properties, but struggled to redeploy in more investment properties because prices continue to be pushed upwards. There's a mountain of liquidity and increased competition for investment at low yield. My personal view is that we may see near-term inflation, but I'm also concerned we could be at the doorstep of another debt crisis like 2008. It appears as though speculative mania has taken over in many markets. How do you view the inflation versus deflation risk and balance your near-term investment decisions. If there's inflation, it would make sense to buy assets as the housing rents could keep pace with prices. However, if there's deflation, retaining cash might make more sense. I'd like to know what you're thinking through this scenario as each path will likely have different outcomes. Well, Braxton, this is a great question. In my view, there are three major elements to be considered here separately. The first question is a little like asking, are there any bargains to be found in today's hyper-competitive environment? Your second question is related to inflation versus deflation, and your third question relates to whether we're going to experience another debt crisis in the near future. These are all good questions, and I'm going to separate them out and answer them individually over a couple of episodes so that we can do each one justice. Let's start with number one. There's no question we're seeing an auction environment in many segments. The winning bidder in an auction almost always pays much more than if there's only one buyer at the table. The key is to focus on a specific stream of investment types, and when you're well-positioned in the marketplace, you'll find lots of special situations that appear without showing up on the market. I'll give you an example. We have millions of small businesses that are hurting in the current environment. A business owner might be looking to exit the business, but wants to keep any marketing of the business a secret. As soon as the owner markets the business, they damage the business. Their employees go looking for another job out of fear of job security. Often, those businesses have real estate associated with them. We're evaluating one right now as we speak, where it might be possible to separate the real estate from the underlying business and lower the cost of acquisition to a fraction of the asking price. Off-market deals happen as a result of special situations. It might be a death in the family or a divorce. Sometimes it's a medical emergency that precipitates a financial problem. Coming in to save a situation for a family in financial distress can be an opportunity to do well and do good at the same time. You might pick up a property at a fair discount to the market while preserving a good chunk of the seller's equity. Finally, we look for opportunities to add value, to transform a property from something that's not in very high demand into its highest and best use. It might be a zoning change or an expansion of the buildings to higher density. You might have a property that is currently zoned as four dwellings, but they might be small one-bedroom units. You might be able to build more finished area on the property, maintain the unit count at four, but now instead of having one bedroom units, there might be three bedroom units. They would still comply with the zoning density and would command higher value in the market. These are just ideas, 
obviously you're going to need to do your own due diligence to make sure that the numbers make sense in that specific location. But I'm not spooked by the fact that people are paying too much for properties in the open market. I would not gravitate to where the rest of the market is paying in terms of price. Stick to your conservative criteria for purchasing and you'll do well. And finally, some people don't believe me when I say that we never go hunting for deals. Almost all of the projects we work on have come to us through some form of introduction. I believe the key for having deals come to you is to be positioned appropriately in the marketplace. When you've developed a reputation for completing projects and for getting deals done, deals will come to you. In the world of professional investing, the MLS is kind of treated like the trash bin. That's where the leftovers go that have been picked over by the professional investors. It's the leftovers. Your second question was about inflation and the potential debt crisis. And we'll deal with your second and third question on tomorrow's show. I want to thank you, Braxton, for a fantastic question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>